is the Cliffo and Bronte podcast. It's the Cliffo and Bronte podcast, the post-Oscars edition. Mm. Got to say, I forgot how boring the yeah. ceremony actually is. Well, I do think the after parties is what they all actually yeah. go to, all the actual celebs. I felt like I was in for more of a show, and I think I have Will Smith to blame for that. Yeah, that's it. He really made it a show last year. Spice it up. There were a few key moments, and someone who was on the champagne carpet, Sonia Kruger, unpacks that awkward Ashley Graham, yeah. Hugh Grant it situation. Oh, uh, we'll play that back and get Kruger's uh, thoughts on that. Plus, an awesome one you you brought to the table, your most random impulse purchases. Yeah, which turns out people don't just buy one random thing. They often buy two. In duos. Yes. I mean, when you're going to be randomly buying stuff on impulse, yeah. why buy one? That's it. Right? Apparently. You can buy two. <laughs> uh, it's coming up. Cliffo and Bronte podcasting on the free listener app. Cliffo's Fashion, Fashion. Fashion. Corner. I'm too sexy. Love it. Welcome. Welcome back to the corner. So nice. Have you done something new with the corner? It looks um, a bit more spacious. The, the or corners, something. the corners, ripped, ready, and raring to go. A little exhausted. I can imagine. The corners very exhausted after a big night. Because of course it was Oscars mm. yesterday, which can mean only one thing on the champagne-coloured carpet. Yes, not the red carpet. Fashion. So much fashion. Fashion coming out of our ears. Fashion, fashion, fashion. Literally coming out of some people's ears. Yeah. (laughs) So what I've done is I've grabbed some of the most iconic looks of the Oscars 2023. Um, And I'm just going to break them down. Well, the corner's going to break them down. Great. So we can all revel in the fashion together. That's what the corner is born to do. I'm going to start, and I've sent you these Bronte, yes. so you can play along and comment along in I the corner wait. if you want. Sure. The corner would love your input. <laughs> Thank you, corner. Um, but we're going to start with the gorgeous Rihanna. Yes, mother, as she's Mother to be, to. Yeah. yeah. In 2023, rocking a black see-through dress. The bottom and top half to me look like they're made out of a pleather kind of duct tape. <laughs> yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Uh, the baby bump is out. She rocks it. She's looking amazing. I will say, though, the hair up in a bit of a bird's nest, I feel like a little more effort could have put in Okay. Put in there. She's a mother of Riri. one. She's expecting another. Like, yeah. do we just allow this? It's kind of like when my wife rolls out of bed and just, uh. you know, just throws the hair up in a... In a bun. Yeah. You know, and it just stays that way. And you know, that probably took her hairstylist five hours to do. Could have done it in <laughs> five seconds, Riri. Um, Lady Gaga. Yes. Next. Black dresses are in. This one, too, like Riri's, a little bit meshy. Yes. So you can see a bit of skin. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top half of her bum is exposed. Yes. Would be very uncomfortable to sit in. Well, it's kind of a corset-style dress. Black mesh is very in at the moment. I can't tell you how many websites mm. I've been looking for the perfect black mesh top. So I'm With glad the top I'm on half trend. With the ass sitting out as well? No, is that... more, more just the top half, I'm thinking. Yeah, you'd want to make sure you wipe your bum very well wearing that dress. Uh, Austin Butler, next. A yes. man in a black suit and tie, completely boring. Do better, man. Do you see his heels, though? He's wearing six-inch stiletto boots. I didn't see that. Yeah, I saw a video of him oh, walking wow. at the Vanity Fair party and he is wearing heeled boots. God, which, it's go very off. rare that the corner would miss such a I detail. I know, it's minute though, to be fair. The corner's in its infancy. Uh, Florence Pugh, 
bottom half wearing gorgeous black high heels and a simple black skirt from Big W. <laughs> Top half ruffled up cream coloured fitted sheets. Yeah. Very cost effective outfit from Florence Pugh <laughs> yes, this year. It does look a little curtainy, doesn't it? Uh, Brendan Fraser, winner of Best Actor, another man in a black suit and tie. This time, a tinge of navy yes. to the jacket, but still completely boring. Men do better. Yeah, thank you. Always in life. I want to end on one that um, you've actually sent you sent through to me. Your con- contribution to, to the, the corner. corner. Yeah, yeah. Uh, singer songwriter Thames. This is the woman who co-wrote the Black Panther song that was nominated with Rihanna. Yes. She's wearing what I would describe as a white-coloured fairy floss dress. Correct. So big, like the top half of it's so big that it blocked everyone's view behind her. Yes. I thought this was going to be one of those amazing red carpet style pieces that you have for the for the drama. Yeah. But then once you get into the ceremony, you take it, you off. Take it yeah. off. But she didn't, and she just blocked the view of everybody. Which... Like, and a lot of people are saying it was a rude act, but mm. I'm going to be honest. Mm. Like, last year, yeah, okay, the Oscars were pretty exciting with the slap and all that, mm. but as a man who watched it for about half an hour yesterday, it was boring AF. So, so you- Thames, mm. like, blocking out the people behind, giving them the chance to catch a little sneaky shut-eye. Yes, you reckon? Thames. <laughs> VIP of the night, mate. VIP of the night. And that has been... It's always nice to start uh, our show, our meeting, uh, before we get on air with a bit of a heated debate, just to get the brain pumping and just to see where we're all feeling today. And producer Alicia presented you and I with a bit of a conundrum that her brother has found Mm. herself in. Yes. And we all sit on kind of different sides of this argument. (laughs) And you're surprised by this. I'm surprised. So me and my brother last night... I, we had a, such a big argument over the phone. He's still in the UK. And uh, and I think that he has completely ripped somebody off. And you guys don't agree. No, <laughs> not at all. I'm going to say this is very on brand for producer Alicia too because if you ever listen to a game we play called the Queensland oh, Price yeah, is Right, yeah. it's all about um, leash finding things for sale online. Second we hand. have to guess what mm. they're worth. Yeah, so what's happened? Which is exactly what my brother did. So he was telling me about this new e-bike that he's just bought. Yeah. And then what's he started- an e-bike? That, I, I didn't pull you up in the meeting, but I was wondering, like an e-bike, is that like a powered yeah. Bicycle. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Sort of like the e-scooters. Like you still have to pedal a little bit, but yeah, you know, not as, right. not as much effort. Yeah. That's a uh, push pretty bike much. for me. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he was telling me this story about how he'd bought it and he said, oh, it's a funny story because I went down to this guy a few months ago and it was quite a drive from his house, probably mm-hmm. about an hour and a half, two hours. And he, he went to look at this secondhand e-bike that he'd found on Gumtree or whatever it was. And... um. He took it for a test ride and then he was like, oh, I don't know. And he decided not to buy it, whatever, and then went home. This guy's obviously been a bit of a lazy seller. Like, it's not sold. It's The ad sort of expired. He's waited a few months, and then he's decided to put it back up at a cheaper price. (sighs) And my brother has seen it and gone and bought the same bike. But this is where things get interesting 
the original seller wasn't available when my brother went down there, so he got his brother to do the sale for him. Okay. So he doesn't realise that he sold it to the same guy that came to look at it a few months ago. So the seller has no idea that it's the tyre kicker who travelled for two hours. Yeah. Just to kick the tyres and go, yeah. Not for me. What's wrong with that? He just waited until it was on sale. (laughs) It's a dog move. So here's the question that I think will (gasps) solve it once and for all. Do you think your brother would have done what he did and actually bought the bike and gone through with it all Mm. if he had have known it was going to be the same seller? Do you know what I mean? Like, was your brother aware that he was going to be facing different people? Oh, that's a good question. I don't Mm. know. Because I think... I think that says a lot. Yeah, I feel like if it was going to be the same guy, would he have? And that, yeah. It's, he sounds pretty shameless. No offence to your brother. I don't know. He sounds like a lovely person. But I think he was just looking for a deal. It's pretty just much. like if you saw something on sale at JB Hi-Fi and then waited two months and it was on sale again, you don't – it's just because you know it's what a he private needs to do now? He needs to find a fault and then try and return it. <laughs> <laughs> Barks is playing tomorrow, Wednesday the 15th of March. Actually, Tuesday's game, uh, 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10. Oh, no, sorry. It was 8 out of 10 because there was one pass and one question we didn't get to. Yes, and that was without even listening to the clue. But don't be like Lauren. No, That's wrong. Don't be like, I mean, you should you're I mean, not, be like Lauren. Be like Lauren. She was a nice person. Awesome human. Yeah. But don't be like Lauren, as in don't get the clue. But you already aren't like Lauren because you're listening to this right now, which means yeah. you are getting the clue. Lauren, I apologise if you're listening. <laughs> She's not. <laughs> right it's now. fine. She never listens. So don't be like Lauren because right now you have the clue to help you for tomorrow's 1000 bucks. Captain America. Captain America, one of my favourite Avengers. You reckon? Probably my probably my fave, I think. I He's like the Cap. He's a bit boring. Really? He's a bit beige. Who's, who's the best Avenger then? I like Iron Man. <laughs> Predictable. <laughs> yeah, classic. Captain America is your free Alpha Bucks, Alpha Bucks answer. Alpha Bucks. Um, C is your letter when we play again tomorrow on here. A tradie who considers himself to be a shopaholic has run into a bit of trouble after his latest impulse purchase, one that his wife ordered him to resell straight away because she considered it to be a ridiculous didn't go down well. impulse purchase. He returned home uh, just last week and tried to convince her that the brand new bronze coffin that he had bought was a good purchase. He paid $3,000. Oh, that's a bargain. For a bronze a metal casket that he wanted to put in his man cave. Yeah. And Well, they're expensive. She wasn't a fan. That that's I'm just going to like I don't want to defend the guy. Sure, no, it's fine. A stupid move, but I just want it like on the record, yeah. that is a good price. It's a good bargain. You got a good he's, price. He's got a good deal. Well, like he, you can't you can't strike the guy for that, mate. You could have gotten for an even better deal because he said he was willing to take a one thousand dollar loss. Could have been all yours for two thousand dollars. Wow. So he posted this on uh, a Facebook marketplace uh, buy swap sell group. Sorry, saying tried to buy a three thousand dollar coffee a coffin. <laughs> well, I said no. <laughs> So coffees us, are really going yeah. up in price, haven't they? Wow. He's from Sydney, so it could be. <laughs> got us thinking on 131060, what is the most ridiculous impulse buy 
that you've done or that you know somebody's done. Just a ridiculous impulse buy. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, let's be honest, sometimes impulse buys, we're not really thinking. Like, well, think we're not the, ourselves, are we? The science of it, you kind of get caught up in the moment <laughs> and you end up buying something that you know you don't need and you take it home and you look at it. And that's probably what happened with this bronze coffin. Yeah. But we wanted to know, 131060, what is your most ridiculous impulse buy? I feel like you're, you've struck a chord with this one because even before we started, you just sort of hooked this before the yeah. song and the phone started straight away. So very quickly, before we go into all our calls, just before the break, we'll take Steph quickly. Uh, what was your impulse purchase, Steph? Uh, I bought a franchise. <laughs> you bought a franchise. This could have gone either really good or really bad. What was it? <laughs> Uh, Jim's dog wash. Oh, Jim's great. Oh, Jim's okay. Jim, Jim's Jim, gone really well. Jim does everything, doesn't he? It's it? gone really well. How did that happen, Steph? Was it again in the moment and just ended up? How did? Yeah, how? Oh, I just really hated my job, and I was looking for something to do that I actually really loved, and I love dogs. So. Oh, and business is going well. Yeah, so far, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. I mean, that's a good story. It's a great impulse buy. You can't return yeah, that. Run a business, yeah. Steph Impulse bought a new job. Thirteen ten sixty. give us a call. Angela is here. Angela, what was your most random impulse purchase? I went to an auction and bought a house. <laughs> that, that, that is... That's ridiculous. Do, like, were you in the market <laughs> I, for a house or did you just get no, caught up in bidding I, fever? It, no, it was a goodbye and it went for way less than the reserve that we expected. And then I was standing there going, oh, my God, somebody please bid and <gasps> nobody else bid. And then I had to ring my husband who was on our daughter's school camp and tell him I'd bought a house. <laughs> oh, my God. What a phone call. Oh, wow. Uh, Narelle is here. Most random impulse buy, Narelle. Uh, two fish and chip shops. Not one, oh. but two. How did that yeah. happen? Well, I gave up my nursing job. I started, I was bored. I was looking through the business section. I went, I want to buy them. <laughs> and my husband went, you want to buy what? I said, a business. He goes, you're stupid. And I said, no, no, I want to buy them. And she, he went, all right. So then we had a look at it. Yep, we bought two fish and chip shops. And five years later, I still own one of them. Oh, wow. that's so good. I mean, why, why jump into one fish and no. chip shop when you can, you know, exactly. two for one deal? Wow. Uh, Tracy, most random impulse purchase, mate. What do you got? Oh, uh, it was my partner bought a Bowflex at three o'clock in the morning for three and a half thousand dollars. Oh. rang me up because I was in Victoria and said, please ring the TV shopping company and tell them I'm not allowed to have it. They're going to try and take the money out of my bank What's today. What's a Bowflex? Sounds like something it's that's... one of those gym machines. <laughs> oh. Do they advertise at like 3 o'clock in the morning on the yeah, shopping network? They have, yeah, TV shopping. And I had to ring up and be the bad guy and say he's not allowed to have it. He had too many beers. <laughs> Please can't Imagine the abs he could have had. Right? Did that. he also buy a casket? He sounds very similar. <laughs> 131060. <laughs> Jesse, uh, most random impulse purchase. Jesse, what do you got? It wasn't me. They're my mates. They bought two llamas. <laughs> What's with everyone buying two of these things? It's not just one. Well, mate, <laughs> when you're getting a deal on llamas, like two for one, you don't say no. <laughs> Beat Bronte. Need to ask you some.
There's 200 bucks cash on the line, and Michael is here. Michael, it says you have played along on the radio, and you have beaten Bronte more than once. Yeah, multiple times, Clippo. Oh, I like the confidence. It makes winning even sweeter. <laughs> I think we've got a game on our hands this morning. I reckon. It's Michael v. Bronte, Bronte v. Michael. Okay. Lang is into the soundproof booth. Let's do it. Let's do it, mate. You know how it works, Michael. 30 seconds yep. on the clock. Five questions. Good luck, brother. Your time starts now. In The Simpsons, who owns the bar that Homer frequents? Most is like. In which religion is Passover celebrated? Um, Judaism. What material is used to make pottery? Clay. True or false, Polaris is another name for the Milky Way. True. In what language is nine pronounced nerf? Out of time. That's 30 uh, seconds. That's a bloody good run, Michael. Good run. Yeah. I got a feel I knew that last one. I just couldn't get it out. We'll see if uh, Bronte can get it. Um, and if she can't, worst comes to worst. Producer Alicia will put you out of your misery and give you the answers at the end. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hi. You good to go? Yeah, baby. You're both <laughs> speaking a big game. Baby. Yeah, I don't know where that came Never from. Never called me baby. Yeah, no, or baby sorry. Or just ignore that. Ever. Ignore it. Strike that from the record. Oh, God, I'm thrown now. Uh, come on, focus. focus. 30 seconds on the clock. Your time starts now. In The Simpsons, who owns the bar that Homer frequents? Mo. In which religion is Passover celebrated? Judaism. What material is used to make pottery? Clay. True or false, Polaris is another name for the Milky Way. True. In what, langui- in what language is nine pronounced nerf? Swedish. Who needs 30 seconds? <laughs> Nailed it. I don't You're know. You've got to say it confidently, Michael. I say she nailed You're it, Michael. Joking. Like she nailed uh, answers, but yeah. were they correct? <laughs> the exactly. last one's going to be the tester. I think it will be. Producer Alicia, how'd we go? Yeah, so uh, Mo or Mo Sislak is the bar owner in The Simpsons. Both of you got that one correct. Nice. Passover is celebrated in Judaism. Both of you got that one correct. Clay is used to make pottery. Both of you got that one correct. Polaris is the name of the North Star, so that one was false. Both of you said true, so neither of you got a point for that. Oh, God! Um, And nine is pronounced nerf in French, and neither of you got that one. (laughs) No! So that means you both got three points. He's bloody done it! He gets benefit of the doubt, always works against Langers. Oh, mate, that's a tough one. Good okay. game, Ronnie. Uh, good game, Michael. Yeah. I, thought you, I, I thought you had me no, on the last mate. question. You just have to be confidently wrong. That's how I've gotten through <laughs> life. I feel like life. the whole baby thing yes. did throw her a little, really Michael. Did. It was a weird thing to say. <laughs> I could see she was uncomfortable afterwards. <laughs> oh, God. That's all right. Win's a win. Win's a win's a win, Michael. You take it, mate. You call us back any time. My parents were in town recently, and as you know, I'm not a great hoster of people. I get a bit in my head about how to keep them entertained. Good on you for saying that with an upward inflection too, like, my parents were in town, not (laughs) my parents were in town. (laughs) No. You did that well. Thank you. If Stace and JP are listening... 
I was very happy to have them here, considering for the first, like, 10 years of me living out of home, they did not come visit me in any of the places I lived once. I'm very happy that they finally decided to come visit me. Oh, your dad's been up a few times, mainly for work. Yes, yeah, and that's the only reason why they were here, let's clarify. It was not to visit me. It was a work-related trip. I just happened to live here. And so... As part of my hosting, I was like, I'll take them to one of my favourite places, TK Maxx, which is also one of my parents' favourite places. They love a bargain. Um, I don't think I'll ever be allowed back at this TK Maxx, though, after something that my father did in store. Uh, very unlike him. Not behaviour I've seen from him before. I don't know if maybe he was just feeling a bit wild. It was a Friday afternoon. Um, but it wasn't shoplifting, was it? <laughs> No, absolutely not. We'll get that on the record. Um, So mum and I were shopping. We were looking in like the women's section and dad was off, we assumed, looking at the Uh, the sports gear. This is my thing when my wife goes to TK Maxx. Yeah. She goes to all that stuff and I'm like, okay, well, I'll just go and find something that half interests me. Exactly. Let's just split up. There's so much to look at in TK Maxx. We'll meet back in an hour or so. That's literally how long we're in there for. And mum and I are looking. So clearly we are taking a while. Maybe dad was getting a bit anxious and a bit peckish. Because all of a sudden, he's by our side looking at the clothes and has just cracked open a bag of salted caramel popcorn that he has not paid for, by the way. He intended to, but had just taken it from the produce section of TK Maxx and was eating it in store. It's quite brazen because they're not known for their food offerings. No. It's like, uh... It is there. It's at the back of the store usually. Yeah. I mean, look. It's it's the kind of thing parents will do. Like if the kids carrying on in the trolley or whatever, yeah. you'll open up the packet of muesli bars, or whatever in the grocery maybe, store. In the grocery store, mm. you know, maybe give them a muesli bar. Woolies have clued onto this. They do free fruit for kids now. Very good, exactly. Um, but yeah, TK Maxx. Yeah. I mean, that's a whole nother level. This is like, it's the fancy food as well. It's often like yeah. Italian roasted uh, salted caramel popcorn that's $17 a bag or whatever. It's not, it, I don't think of it as like an eat on the run snack food that you'll pick up it's at It's not. Max. And he paid for it, but it was just so unlike him to, because we weren't that family that like, I still get a bit nervous when my friends do it in a grocery store, start mm-hmm. like eating food that they are intending to pay for, but they're just eating it because they're doing the shopping and they're hungry. We're I mean, just not I that family. I can understand doing it to kids to shut them up, but to, what's your dad, 60-odd? Oh, if he's lucky, on a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Cliffo and Bronte podcast.